Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Mentor Connect podcast, all about helping you as student pastors uh, grow and uh, in your ministry on campus through First Priority. And uh, today we are joined by Mike Galt, uh, Jonathan Manning, Steve Champagne, Fred Ravel, uh, John Harvey, and, uh, and I'm your host, Jeff Stanford, and uh, we're excited. I am excited about this podcast today. Um, this is uh, really just because uh, all we're going to do today, we're going to celebrate. We're just going to celebrate what God's doing and what God did this school year uh, throughout, uh, throughout all of our campuses, and uh, so we're going to share just some stories of this is the win for first priority. So if you're, if you're listening today and, um, and you've Maybe your club's been struggling a little bit. Maybe you'll hear something that really you can pick up and say, I'm going to do this in my club next year. Um, and uh, so with that, without, uh, without further ado, um, we're going to really work our way south to north. And so Mike Galt, uh, Miami Day director. All right, guys, let's us. do this thing. Let's share with us some stories, man. What, 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 what happened? Well, we're going to start all the way south. Basically, a school called Keysgate. And the reason why it's called Keysgate is because it's right before you get to the Florida Keys. So you can't get any further south than that. Uh, but what we have is a student named Ethan. And uh, it's really an amazing story, the entire story of what God has done at this one school, Keysgate uh, High School. Um, but what we're talking with Ethan is last year, at the end of last year, uh, someone invited him to have some pizza uh, at a club. Um, and of course he came, and then of course he got invited to church. And then giving his life uh, to, to Jesus at church was great, right? And then he started to you know, be discipled at the local church. And what was amazing was not only did he give his life for Christ, not only was he uh, you know, discipled over the summer, but as he came back this school year, he was actually one of the leaders at First Priority. He's actually one of the leaders in his youth group now. He's inviting more people to church. He's obviously inviting more people to the club. He's speaking and actually sharing his testimony during Proclaim Week this year. And, you know, it's great when we hear these stories and we see the start of it, but it's beautiful to see it happen over a whole full year now from when he first got connected uh, to the local church to now where he's continuing to grow. He's actually even brought his family, his mom and his dad, to the church also. And so it's been a great story of how this works uh, with First Priority. Kids come for the pizza, they get to know Jesus, and ultimately they get connected to the local church, and then they connect others to the local church too. So that's the student story, uh, an amazing story, lots of stories like that, uh, but that was just special. And then the, the next story is actually at Coral Gables High School. And so we've had clubs where maybe they've struggled, and, and we've had a club at Coral Gables High School for quite some time. And in, in the last few years, I've been there personally. We've had different people there. And, you know, you might see a Proclaim Week in the teens. Uh, and so it's, it's been a struggle for a, a much different reasons, where the classroom was, the students that were engaged. Well, la at the end of last school year, the students at Coral Gables and the new youth pastor in the area got together and said, man, are we going to really do this? Are we really going to step up to the plate? And the students agreed that they would. And this year, we have seen an amazing harvest. Um, not only have we seen uh, club meetings where there's been 60 or 70 students, but we've also seen them get together even outside the club. We've seen about uh, two dozen students come from the club to the local church. And so it's been a huge, huge thing. And, and what's even more amazing is this year, that club has gone very well, gone very strong. Lots of students hearing about the, uh, the gospel, many students responding. Uh, but there has been a difficult situation in that school where other Christian clubs were actually uh, uh, canceled because they weren't being student-led. But because this one was student-led, because students were basically running the whole thing, sharing their testimony, teaching every week, 
First Priority Club is still going and going strong at Coral Gables High. So we have to just praise God to see those students take the step of faith this year, invite their friends, and see many of their friends come to know Jesus this school year. That is amazing. That's awesome. And so we're, we're going to continue in Miami. So uh, Jonathan Manning, uh, down at, taking care of North Miami, uh, share what, what happened this year. Man, there was uh, just an amazing movement, honestly, that happened in uh, North Miami, I felt like, this year. But uh, one of the stories that really kind of stuck out to me um, was actually at uh, Alonzo Tracy Mornings in the uh, Aventura area. Um, this girl called uh, Vanessa, she actually ended up coming to the club. And uh, beginning of the year, we, we, they kicked off the club. And, um, you know, it's always it's been a strong club for the past couple of years, but you know, they, they kicked it off and, um, she was, I mean, actually she, she told the mentor that she was actually looking at committing suicide the next day and ended up, or, you know, ended up actually getting her life saved at the first priority club, you know, came to know Christ right there and, um, got connected to a lo the local church down the street and started actually becoming a leader in the local church, started becoming discipled. And um, from being discipled, from being saved, became one of our strongest leaders, not only in the First Priority Club, but now at that local church with a youth pastor, he's telling me, saying, man, dude, she's actually one of our core leaders now and completely changed her life around from where I was at. She had a lot of family dysfunctions, a lot of situations financially, and literally she looks like a brand new person, and um, man, it's just been amazing seeing where she's come and the journey that she's taken this past year, and honestly, even where that where that club has morphed into because of her. She's now inviting her friends. She got several of her friends saved, and um, so it's been just a honestly a really beautiful story. Um, you know, the Another, you know, club story that really uh, kind of hit me a little bit this year was uh, North Miami Middle. Um, we, you know, this uh, we got that club launched a while back ago, and uh, uh, but this this past year we had some transition from different mentors, different youth pastors coming in, and um, at the beginning of the year it seemed like there was some tension because of, uh, you know, I mean we didn't really have a solid person that was going in there and really mentoring and being there. And so, um, and so basically from, um, you know, from this whole dynamic, what was happening was, uh, some of, you know, some of the faculty and everything was getting a little frustrated with, um, with everything that was, you know, that was playing out. And so we ended up actually kind of contacting and reaching out to some of our churches. And actually we ended up getting two mentors that, it came in, revitalized this club. I mean, it went from having like, you know, on the average of, you know, at the beginning of the year, like six kids, and then they're averaging now like 30 to 40 students. And, um, you know, what we've been able to see is actually a bunch of those students have been connected back into the local church. It was actually even funny because I got to visit that club and uh, during the Christmas months when there was uh, some productions that were happening, and I ended up seeing the whole club at the Christmas production at this church. And um, the whole club came, to, came over. And so it was wild because a bunch of them, almost, it was like almost half the club was getting connected into that church. And uh, it's like a part of their week. And so, um, man, it was just 
honestly a beautiful year. There's a dozen of these stories that happen across the county and at least for North Miami. But uh, for North Miami, it was a great year. That is fantastic. Yeah, and all the stories we've heard, uh, you know, kind of around the table uh, down in Miami-Dade are just just mind-blowing at times. And, uh, you know, Mike and Jonathan, you guys have just done an amazing job this year uh, at leading the charge uh, down there in in Miami-Dade County. And so uh, Steve Champagne uh, serving in Broward County. And, uh, man, you've got a couple really, really cool stories. So, uh, So, man, why don't you go ahead and share it? Yeah, I got I got so many stories I can share. I'll narrow it down to the two that come to mind. Uh, I'll start with this one. Uh, Nova Middle. We have we ran the CGI uh, Club Growth Initiative at that school. Hey, Steve, and, can you can you explain real quick what is the CGI? It's it's some seed money that we had um, a third party who said they wanted to see that instead of going out and trying to get new clubs, uh, let's fortify the clubs that we do have. So the clubs that have been in existence and maybe have got, uh, gotten to a place where they're flatlined or they've just stayed at a certain uh, number count and hasn't been growing, let's, let's see what we can do about like spicing it up and making it more lively, making it more epic. So we had this organization that ceded some money to about a dozen clubs in Broward County, and this is one of the clubs at Nova Middle. Okay, and, awesome. Yeah, I just wanted just to, to hear just a little bit. Hey, what what you know? You said CGI, and I'm like, okay, it's another. It's an yeah. initiative. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Club growth, club growth initiative is cool. But anyway, so uh, so this club doing well, uh, uh, but it, it did get a stale. Stayed at a certain number, like maybe ten or eleven, you know, on a consistent basis. And we, we plugged in some money in there and they started doing something called uh, an outreach. So instead of, and on their Epic Week, instead of staying in and training them uh, through the Epic uh, curriculum, they actually took it outside. They actually uh, planned it. They put together um, um, invitations, stuck candy to them, came up with some games and they took it to the school. They took it outside the school near the, near the bus loop and they actually ran their club outside for about 20 minutes for a quick week. And, and basically on a quick week, they were just inviting uh, people who knew, didn't know about our clubs, people who were just walking by to come to our Proclaim Week the following week. And, uh, and, it, and it took off. So we're talking about a club that even on a, a, on a Proclaim Week would average maybe 15 kids, 12 to 15 kids. On Proclaim Week, when we had pizza, once we started doing the CGI initiative, it went from um, you know, that number to double. I mean, the last, the last, I was there at their last final um, party and it was like 32 kids showed up. And so that was amazing. But just as amazing about that is that not only did we get kids coming to our club, but we got kids coming to our youth group. There was one kid in, in particular, his name is Andito, who was walking by, saw this going, this activity going on on the outside and stopped by and like, hey, what's going on here? And got introduced to first priority. And from that, he, he joined the club, became active in the club, and uh, because of the prompting of the mentor uh, at that club, got invited to our youth group, the one that I run, and he showed up. And not only did he show up, but he showed up uh, with his friends, and he continues to show up with his friends. So I've increased my youth count by four just from this one kid. And, and it didn't just stop there. Uh, 
he also invited his parents to church. And his parents, I mean, this, this tribe never travels by themselves. His parents invites like five or six people with them every time they come to church. So I have this, 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 this total new group of people coming not only to my youth group, but also to my church because of this one kid who stopped by because he saw our outreach um, through CGI at the Nova Middle. So that was pretty cool. And it's pretty exciting. And, um, and he's young, and I just know that more is going to come from this. Uh, so here's a second story, and um, I was teetering which story I was going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you this story. This is a story about faithfulness. Um, we had a club, we have a club uh, at Pines Middle, and it started off with three to six kids in the very beginning. And, and listen, and this club started off with some, some turmoil in the beginning. We had to switch mentors right in the beginning, and uh, it, it just had a shaky start. And this guy, Kenny, he was there and he came in, he, he had the heart for it and he stuck with it. And man, it stayed six to seven kids for a long time. It was early in the morning, you know, kids are groggy and there was a situation with the school where they, uh, it's hard to get into the school and it's just, it's, it's a mess. But he stuck with it and he stuck with it. But in the process of sticking with it, the mentor, the faculty sponsor left, she changed schools. So we had to, hustle and find a new faculty sponsor sponsor they moved our classroom from the front of the school to the back of the school and upstairs it was just crazy but this guy kenny stuck with it stuck with it and even after months of only having six to seven kids all of a sudden god broke through and that six to seven turned into 10 to 12. And that 10 to 12 turned into 18 to 20 and that 18 to 20 turned into 20 to 25. And at last count, we had, he had 50 kids coming to that club on a regular basis. And we're talking about regardless of whether it is a, a proclaim week or not, the kids are still coming. So he's averaging like in the 40s, even without proclaim. And I, and I look at this guy and I was like, man, look at this, man. This is God working. We're, and this, there's no CGI. There's no extra seed money going to this. This is just a guy who was staying faithful and says, you know what? I'm not going to let the numbers get me down. I'm not going to get depressed by this, but I'm going to keep doing the program and keep doing the epic curriculum and see what God does. And by the end of the year, I mean, he's got 50 strong and his, and his pastor actually comes out there. And uh, I, I mean, I sent it to Fred, showed him a video of his pastor going out there and preaching the gospel. So this is cool, man. I'm, I'm very excited to see what God has done in first priority, especially in my, in my area. That is, that is awesome. That is just a true testament of, just continuing the grind and continuing moving forward. And that is, uh, man, that's good. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Fred Ravel, uh, our esteemed associate director uh, and uh, helping out there in Broward. And uh, so Fred, share a story, man. I'm, uh, I'm live now. Uh, a lot of noise on our end. So, hey, it's great to be with you guys. I had the privilege of uh, being on a campus this year. Had a situation at South Plantation High School where the club was not really following the uh, protocol, the epic cycle. Uh, and, you know, it, it was fine. We had a good guy there, but was not wanting to engage it. So we just made a transition and I stepped in there. And um, it had been for uh, all this year and previous years, a very small club, a, a very exclusive type of club, only four or five students. And it was a, it was a holy huddle. You, we've had 
those type of conversations of the past uh, on this podcast of how things can get stagnant, how it can get isolated and, and just narrow focused. So it, it was basically starting from the beginning. What is a first priority club? What is an epic club look like? Started with those five clubs, uh, five students, and it, it takes a long time. Guys, don't don't expect to to change culture super fast, uh, especially if you're uh, not known on campus, uh, haven't had uh, much impact on the campus. Um, but that was earlier in the year. Invested time, effort, focus, resources, and this was the end of the year. Can I hope you guys can see that. I'm, I'm sharing it. That's our club. Uh, a lot of kids. Uh, I don't know, but if you count from the uh, the, the right there, the girl uh, with the tall hair, she's one of our girls that got saved uh, this uh, in, in the last cycle. Uh, a couple of other girls. There's a girl in, in this club just got elected junior class president for next year. Uh, they're fired up for next year. Um, but it's just engaging uh, focus and um, keeping on track and, and and pointing to the future and the opportunity that allows for, for something like that. Uh, so now I'm going to try to get out of that. And um, uh, now my next story. It's not my story, but it comes from a Broward County. And I'm going to share a, a link. Uh, maybe it'll be in the show notes. It comes from West Pine uh, Middle School. And um, it's a story of Emma and Jessica. Uh, and, and again, we have this on video, so you can watch it. Joseph Hugh is the uh, club mentor there, uh, local youth pastor, and he's fired up. And here's the deal. A lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement uh, that you bring to the campus, and a lot of vision helps out because he started the year not really knowing if they were going to have a club. They didn't have a faculty sponsor. They had only a couple of students that were attending. But through prayer, uh, not only did they get three, one uh, faculty sponsor, they have three faculty sponsors. So if you get a chance to look at the video, you'll see Joseph, he's fired up. But it tells a story of how Emma got connected to the club and her friend Jessica got connected to the club, wondering what was going on. The faculty sponsor played an integral role in, in all this, inviting the students to be a part of it, uh, got saved, Emma did and is connected to Joseph's little small church that is a church plant in a local school. But Joseph is fired up. The kids are darling and beautiful and awesome. So again, if you can uh, see that link on YouTube, you'll be blessed to see what God did in these kids' lives. That is awesome. That is awesome. Good stuff. Uh, and so, you know, here in Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach County, uh, Don Estridge Middle School, which is kind of there in Boca, uh, and, uh, this year they started off, like they ended last year, really kind of small and, uh, but they had, uh, um, you know, two great parents who were, who were mentoring the students. And, uh, and so they just said, Hey, Jeff, can you come in? And, and so, so we came in and we just kind of inserted some energy and surge a little bit of life, come hung out for a few weeks and, and, uh, just walked them through epic and how it works and and uh, just pouring into you know some of those student leaders and uh mr wood who's our teacher sponsor was just uh lights out amazing this year uh, just you know just encouraging just encouraging the students and uh keeping his door open and so you know they started out with just like a handful they're probably like you know four or five students and and uh uh they really just you know just slow steady growth throughout the year and Lisa Ellis, who's the main mentor, she keeps texting me. She's like, "This is awesome." Uh, you know, they had a you know bunch of kids come to Christ this year, and and uh, and so, but uh, 
uh, but they just kind of kept a steady trek throughout the school year. And so they ended up uh, uh, two weeks ago with their final proclaim week. And they had, they had 25, 26 students uh, that were there and, uh, and they just kind of became consistent throughout the year. And, uh, um, and it was just a testimony of just, uh, just staying the course and encouraging. And so having a great teacher sponsor that just really encouraged students, uh, kept his door open and, uh, and just mentors that just loved on students and just really encouraged them, really fired them up and pumped them up. And so, uh, that was one of like, I think like two or three other schools, uh, in Palm Beach County kind of had a little similar, uh, similar thing happen. But, uh, but I want to share a story about faith. Uh, Faith is a student at G-Star High School, and G-Star is a film and TV uh, magnet school, and so they're really focused on the film and the TV side, and and uh, so it's a it's a arts kind of culture, uh, so kind of a hard culture to get in, uh, hard culture to kind of dive in and really share the gospel. Uh, but uh, but we've got a great campus mentor there and a great teacher sponsor, and uh, they've done a fantastic job this year. And so Faith had actually you know, been invited by a couple friends and, uh, she went to the teacher sponsor and was, and, and her comment was this, what's up with the Jesus club? And so, so he told her about it. Mr. Hoy told her about it. So she showed up, she showed up on a Thursday afternoon and, uh, she was, she told, uh, uh, Shay, our, our campus mentor afterwards, she goes, Oh, this is really cool. And I really like this. And, and you guys meet every week. And, and so she, she came back and came back a couple times and, you know, proclaimer rolls around and she accepts Christ. And, uh, and so uh, after that, one of her friends that invited her, invited her to church, invited her to community of hope. And uh, about a month ago, she started attending community of hope on a regular basis. And then last couple of weeks, she started claiming community of hope is my church. And, uh, and that was just a, just a testimony of just students inviting their friends and, uh, you know, teachers that are involved, mentors that are engaging the students uh, when they come and, and ultimately helping connect them to a local church. And uh, so that, you know, again, you know, we could all sit here and tell stories all day. And uh, so that's just a couple. But uh, as we work our way north, all the way to the furthest reaches of South Florida <laughs> on the north end, we have John Harvey. Yeah, so we've had some awesome stories come out of uh, clubs on the Treasure Coast and God's just done some amazing things this year. One, um, a story that's pretty close to me because it's a friend of my daughter's uh, at Centennial High School, a kid named Jason, uh, got invited to club and, and started coming, showed up, and was really interested um, in what was happening, but you know, didn't really have much of a faith background. The campus mentor uh, really started connecting with him a little bit, invited him uh, to come to church. He started showing up at youth groups, started showing up on Sunday morning, um, made a decision to follow Christ and got plugged in, not only uh, going to the youth group and attending on Sunday morning, but got baptized at an event that their youth ministry had and is now volunteering, uh, leading a table group on Sunday morning of uh, fourth grade kids uh, in conversation and discussion. Uh, on Sunday morning in the ministry. So it's a great picture of, you know, a student who, <clears throat> excuse me, got started coming to club, got connected to church, got uh, plugged in, and then um, has really has really gone farther than um, we could imagine in a short period of time. 
So it's been a great picture uh, just to be able to see that happen. And then kind of on a club level, we had a club that was going really well at Renaissance Charter School and Tradition. Things uh, were moving along. Um, they were meeting in the afternoon. Uh, and then spring sports started. And a lot of their students got involved in sports and different things. And the club went down to, to just a few students. So our campus mentor, Karen Cotton, went to the administration, said, hey, we would really like to do this club so that all the students in middle school can participate. Is it possible to move to a lunch club? And they said, absolutely. The administrator said, we will do whatever it takes for first priority to be successful on this campus because we love how you guys have impacted this campus the last couple of years. They moved to a lunch club and they went from having about 10 to 15 kids fairly regularly. Their last proclaim week, they had over 45 students, uh, about 25 of whom were brand new, had never been to the club before. They had two eighth grade boys share the gospel and they had 15 students make a decision to follow Christ. One of the girls came to Karen, the campus mentor afterwards and said, I really need to get plugged into a church and I want to know what does it mean to be baptized? What does it mean uh, to get connected to a church? And so Karen was able to connect her to a local church right there in the community to the middle school minister and uh and get her connected in so god's just been doing great things and um man getting students from campus into a club into a local church that's the win and that's what we're striving for every day so that's just one a couple of the stories from uh from the treasure coast that god's been doing this year that is awesome and uh you know guys thank you so much and you know as, as we've all said we've got stories galore uh, that we could share. And so these are just some, some highlights of, of what God is doing uh, this year as we just simply celebrate uh, the win uh, for what it means to be in first priority on campus, uh, to see students uh, get equipped in how to share the gospel, that the gospel is being proclaimed, and that ultimately students are connecting to a local church. And and um, and, and we have seen that like never before this year. And so uh, we are really excited. We're, we're excited about summer. Um, looking forward to that and hearing more stories, hearing stories of students who are going to camp and going on mission trips and, and, and coming back and really getting fired up uh, for the 2019-2020 school year, uh, which is uh, ultimately right around the corner. And so, uh, so with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, we are just super thankful for you. So um, if you've subscribed, awesome. Subscribe, but share it. Share it with other youth pastors that you know. Uh, everybody else that you know that's serving on campus, but also, but if this is your first time listening, subscribe, listen, go back and listen to some of the others as we really want to help you do better on campus, be a better campus mentor, uh, serving students who are leading in their first priority clubs. And uh, so without being said, thank you again for listening and being a part and we'll see you next time.